Thanks for tuning in to Spraymakers, the podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Rossi and Trent. In this episode, the guys talk about creating personal pyramids or hierarchies of keys that you want to follow. This allows you to create a simple understanding that gives you control over mechanics and key fundamentals you need to integrate into your plan. In my mind, I think everyone needs to have have their own pyramid, um, meaning their own sort of order of hierarchy kind of thing. Like, you know, they're like, and in my mind, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's always evolving, but in my mind, it should, it, it should just be three things in your pyramid. You have your base level. So what's the, what's the, what's the furthest down the rung I can go. And obviously you're picturing a pyramid. So this is, you know, this, I don't need to clarify it any more than that. And, and if, and if I take, if I take care of the base level, you know, as close to perfection as possible, then it's going to allow for the secondary level. And, and then those two things taken care of can allow for, for, you know, for this tertiary level. And I think like, I think, you know, in keeping with, you know, part of the theme of this year of, of, you know, kind of taking control of your own project, everyone, you need to develop your own, your own pyramid. And that's not to say it's, you know, it's, it's never going to evolve and it's never going to become more refined or, or, or improved upon. But, but I think starting today, I think you, why, you, why not explore? Okay, what, what's my pyramid? What's the, what's the most base level thing that I know I need to do right? Because the funny thing is, is, is way more often than people would imagine. It's that base level item that people know they need to do that they, that it kind of, it kind of, you know, dissolves on them a little bit. And then all of a sudden there's all these, all these trickle down problems that aren't even really there. They're just, you know, they're just the result of neglecting some big picture item. So we're not talking about like, you know, put my hand on the handle softly because that helps or, you know, like, where's my back shoulder. And, and to me, I just hear, we need to get out of this micro, this micro vision and start, start to have a macro vision and, and, sure. uh, you know, from there, I think, I think that that's really important because I think we, a lot of people get lost in the one little thing that's going to make them jump to that next level. And, oh, my buddy told uh, me, my buddy told me this, so I'm doing this and I, you know, I feel a little I better know. and I'm skiing better. So, you know, the interesting thing is, and I think one of the reasons why we haven't gotten so down in the weeds this year is that, you know, what, what's important to me and what's important to you, Trent, and what's important to yes. each of our skiers is very different items. For sure. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And, and you're, you're, you're where you were going with that exactly where, where my head was at in that, um, it's, it gets really easy. Okay. Like you're saying, okay, like, let's just say, Hey, as long as my hands are soft, well, and maybe that is it. Maybe that is the the top of your pyramid, you mm-hmm. know. And and if it's currently the bottom of your pyramid, then maybe that's when a little bit of you know exploration comes. Because I, I I even ran into this yesterday. You know, I've been working with a with a, a guy at West, and and he's a he's an, a great skier, and he's making gains. But <clears throat> you know, he was in a scenario where he, he took a couple of weeks off and came back, and things weren't right, and and then you know, instead of starting at the bottom of the pyramid, just for a moment again, it's, you know, he was compelled to, to start, you know, start from the top and, and hopefully the bottom was going to work itself out. If if you will, you, you know what I mean? And, and I, I think that's where a lot, I'd, I'd even say 
No, I absolutely would say, I think that's where the majority of skiers get lost. That's where the majority of, of, of coaches get lost. And it's exactly that. They're looking for this top down, like, because I mean, I think if, you know, anyone, even if you're not a super experienced coach, I think anyone could look at someone's past. And, and if you like stop trying to, to, you know, hyper analyze it if you just went okay what's what's not right here there you know even if you just went just to the most fundamental level how does that look different than freddie winter Mm -hmm. you know i i think it's easier than than people want to want to make it i know it's easier than people want to make it it's frustrating yeah well exactly and i think there's a lot of things like you know, pros are pros because they have their pyramid. And, 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 you know, when you brought this up, I, I actually had to kind of think about it because I don't necessarily have a pyramid that I am always conscious of and striving for and going, you know, back to, but I think over time, what happened to me, so I'm happy about this because I actually want to, I want to identify yeah. that pyramid for me personally, so that I, I actually highlight these things. But like, if I take myself, for example, twice in my life, I've actually had twice that I can think of, I've had two different sets of pyramids, you know, and that's what I've digested yeah. in thinking of this. And there's a period of my life that leading up to, let's say, 2000 and two 2001 you know that that range you know before mm. before the paradigm shift of how i thought about skiing i had i had my pyramid there the things that i the things that made me successful the things that made me able to run my my scores that i was running and then i had, i looked at my pyramid and again like i said i didn't think of it this way but i i looked at that pyramid and then you know, through discussions with, you know, great minds like Jamie Bojane and Marcus Brown and Terry Winter and, and a lot of my other, and actually a lot of my other friends that I, that I had, you know, that have different views, you know, I was able, you know, I was working with Wade Cox a lot. I was, you know, I was in and around uh, Andy here and there, you know, so you, you get a lot of different uh, inputs. I was able to actually formulate new paths. Thus my triangle had to change. And actually people saw a, a slight regression in my scores and said, what are you doing? Like, are you like, I, I, like you're losing it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just kind of reformulating this thing. And in, in reformulating, it's going to take me a minute to be able to have my go-to moves switch or my go-to priority or my go-to, you know, my, my focuses. And so repetition, repetition, repetition. And then all of a sudden you create a new, a new pyramid that, you know, became the base of where I am now. Um, you know, and actually right now I'm, I'm re looking at that pyramid and it's, it's, it's ever changing again. And so while I don't necessarily I haven't necessarily put it in, you know, this pyramid form. Uh, it is, a, yeah. it's a great way to look at it. And so I'm really excited about, you know, uh, listening to how, where you want to go with this. You know, I know you're working with yeah. a lot of people, so bring it on. Well, I, yeah. Well, and so I think it doesn't matter where you are with your skiing or how you currently think about it, you know, cause we all have, we all have things to learn. So, you know, not saying that, your, your, you know, the way you structure this has to be perfect right now, but, but anyone could structure this right now, it, it, you know, and even if you're not saying it in the words that you think 
your favorite coach or skier wants to hear it, but just start at the very, very bottom for yourself. Like it's a, you know, what is the, what is the, 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 the lowest thing on the pole that I know I need to do. Um, and then, then work your way up kind of keeping in mind, like that, that, that cause and effect, you know, like knowing that that step two or, or, or ideal two isn't possible unless ideal one is. So for me with, with my skiing and, and, and I take the same approach with coaching and this one will be really obvious, but this is the one that's just terribly overlooked is for me, the very, very bottom of the pyramid is it has to be structure or stance or posture, however you want to say it. It's, it's simply the way you, the way you align your body, you know, and that's, and that's universal in, in, in your skiing in that it's the way you stand before you pull out for your gates. It's the, it's the, it's the structure you take through the pullout, through the turn back in, like just every aspect of your skiing, there's, there's kind of one, one, um, unifying posture, if you will. And, and while there, obviously there are some dynamics, there's, there's going to be, you know, varying degrees of knee band at, at certain times, but it still comes down to, to your posture or your stance. And, and, I think if you were going to, if you were going to explore your own skiing or explore your, the way you structure this, this, this pyramid ideal, I think that's the one that 95% of skiers always know that it should be better, but they want to, they want to breeze by it, right? You've seen this, right? Like, like how many great skiers have you seen? The guys that are running 35 off, but their, their, their posture is so unathletic and, 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 and leaving, leaving them in, in a, in a situation or, or in a position where creating max power is just never going to be achievable. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, listen, first thing you got to do, just, just take a video of yourself and you can, you, you don't have, you don't even need to, to put it side by side with another skier, right? Like, so for, for what you're talking about, you and I catch that right off the bat, you know, you watch it, but, but, but everybody listening catches it too. Like, that's the part, that's the part that's yeah, so wild. But everyone, and everyone wants to ignore it though. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's the base of this whole thing. And it's, it's the, and it is, it is the, and it's, and it's simple in that it's simple in that everyone knows how to do it if you, you know, off the water. But I just think because it isn't there, there now there's just a, there's a trickle down of, of negative effects that make achieving that, that posture, that stance. And we all know what it, what it is. It's been called stacked for years and, 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 you know, and that's not, that's not, you know, we're not talking perfectly straight body perfect, but, but again, taking the, the, the majority of the load through your spine instead of through your shoulders, mm-hmm. you, you know, and, and, and again, like it, it, it gets pushed aside because it's, it's like the, you know what, it's like the, it's like the dirty work, you, you know, it's the, it's, it's the picking up your yard before you mow your grass. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would way rather just hop on my mower and just like, you know, ping my son's uh, tennis ball, across the yard and be mad about it but if i had just done the dirty work the the end then you know the end product would have been better that's a stupid analogy but no look we're all we're we're all looking for quick fix bro 
I mean, yes. we, we want the quick fix and we're not and exactly what you said. We're not we're not doing the dirty work. We're not doing the stuff that is so important that it that leads to the to the final product. It's like you want the the seven minute abs and then and then, oh, somebody's got a six minute abs. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but in six minutes, no, unless you do no work, the six minute ab is not going to do anything for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, sorry, to, sorry to jump in there, but I just no. And again, like not, and again, like just not everyone's pyramid is going to be here. But for me, that's the bottom, and the bottom of your pyramid is the dirty work too, mm-hmm. and it's the one that we all want to overlook. Um, and then from from me, that then up from the pyramid there, uh, now that I have, or now that my skier has, you know, proper athletic stance, you know, and and however that is for you that's you know like a you know back straight or if that's you know i really like the idea of your of your glutes being engaged and and kind of rolling your pelvis under like whatever whatever that cue is for you that that takes care of that then from there it's like okay now you're in a position where you can work with the boat so now it's it's going to be about you know creating space meaning upward swing on the boat and that always starts at the gate but it's you know how how you know what what's your swing line how high are you riding and that's for me that's going to be the second one because that's you know again that's if you have the proper stance that you can move and create speed, now it's okay. Where are, where are you in relation to the boat when you start your turn, when you finish your turn, you know, cause that's ultimately going to decide, you know, rhythm and, and, and potential width on the buoy. Um, and, and I, but again, if number one isn't reasonably well, then number two is essentially unattainable or certainly not consistently attainable completely not attainable and then from there if you have this perfect stance and you have the spacing that that you can you know you're able you have the time and space to to be able to move through your turn and get your angle set preload then the final thing for me is is your ability to truly accelerate your ski you know that's and simply you know with this nice athletic stance or this stacked position or this aligned position are you moving forward or are you moving backwards and 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 really everything for me, it starts there, starts at the bottom and it finishes on that, that third tier, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and what's like wild for me, the better I'm skiing, I'm, I only think about tier one. You know what I mean? Like as the season progresses, I'm, I'm thinking about tier one and then I'm thinking about tier two. Awesome. And now how can I exploit it with tier three? But then once things are going really well, I, I just think about the bottom, the, the first level, you know, because I, I know that if I do the first level, the other two things are going to be attainable and they're going to be, you know, they're going to kind of organically or the potential to take care of themselves. But, Which but is- again, this is like, the, this is less about, you know, I mean, this is my idea of, of the pyramid, but this is really more about like, how do you, how do you explore or how do you find your own three levels, yep. your own three layers? I want to jump back a little bit to what you just said in yeah. the fact that at the as the season progresses, you're able to go back to kind of tier one or in my mind, I actually go back to it's almost uh, it's not thinking while skiing. Right. Yeah. So that's what you're really getting at. And and what I For really sure. want to say is what you've done to get to that point, Trent, is you've done the work. So yeah. you've done the work to set this up. You've put the highlights on the parts that you needed to address. You did the hard work. You didn't take the quick fix, you know, oh, I'm going to change my fin and everything's going to be better. You went and you really formulated a plan. You stuck with the 
the the plan that for you your own game plan yeah and then you did the work and you and you you did it repetitively and you did it with with purpose and so as you go along on this this program then the more that it becomes just something that you do and then the nice thing is then you can just you can just uh you can let it roll versus versus like having yeah. to always be in it. So I think that's a, just a really yeah. so. But again, your your role, and I'll, I'll talk about my pyramid here in a minute. Yeah. Um. But it's really important that you have what's what's important to you because what's important to me at where I'm at. Yes, you're going to be able to pick parts. We we need it. We need to give the listeners some examples so that they can have different ways of formulating what yes. maybe what their what there is. You know, because there when we first started talking about this concept, I had to think about well what would mine be and why would it be that and how how did it used to be for me and how is it now and and so in, in all these reflections i'm starting to to really see the power in this and 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 what i want while you were talking earlier i had a vision of a lefty skier that i know um you know when we're talking about not not necessarily focusing on the most important parts right so this left foot forward skier can kill their one, three, five, um, mm -hmm. but in a hips back, hips back manner, right? Like, so comes in, doesn't really get fully, you know, lined up over their ski and then has this kind of hip back ability to rotate the ski around so that they look like they're in a, in a powerful position as they finish the turn. If you took a snapshot, but doesn't really have the positioning to build into the wake so in, in in taking and i'm not talking about you trent so don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> also, i was like my, my palms are getting yeah. sweaty i'm like oh no <laughs> don't eat mom's spaghetti i mean um <laughs> no uh so anyway and then comes into the wake and then isn't in that isn't in a in a position to to harness this and then loses yeah. the handle off the wakes straight lines at the buoy and then is looking for ways to ski. I, I need to ski out to my offside better because I need a better offside turn. Right. But yeah. like really need to back up. It's always almost about backing up, but it's, it's like, no, that's my strength. That turn at one ball is my strength. And it actually is the start of how everything breaks down. And so yeah. what is that, that cause of that problem? is maybe I'm relating it back to what you were talking about is that we're not actually properly properly lined up. We're not in our stance that yeah. we need to then yeah. have number two work right to then have, you know, number three work right or whatever. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, there also will be people that believe they have a strength that actually might be the root cause of what is the weaknesses so anyway you yeah. just 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 a just painting a picture there of like something that so this per, let's say this person maybe wants to try a different fin or try a different setup or try all these different things to try to make something that they just fundamentally don't have correct be their be their focal point so there's a lot of different ways to get distracted and I think that's really, yes. that's really the theme of what we're talking about. That's a here. perfect, that's a perfect word too. It's distracted, you know, it's just, you know, like it, it is like, cause it, it's, you know, and I, I counted this the other day too. And, and I love these conversations because they're, they're never wrong, but I, you know, someone had mentioned me the other day, like, Hey, you know, I get it, but look at like, just look at this, look what pro skier X does right here. And I'm, and I'm like, you know, 
and, and again, you, you're, this is how you said it, that, that you're getting distracted. Like, you know, like <clears throat> you, you, even when you're looking at, when you're watching a pro skier, you know, you want to look at, you want to look at like, what, are, what, what's the, what's the obvious stuff that is so impressive? You, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, it, it's not, it's not what does Dane Meckler do with his handle as he comes through the second whitewash that that's like, stop getting distracted there. Like, why don't you look at the way he stands on his ski when he pulls out for his gate? Why don't you look at his weight distribution as he, as he comes into the first whitewash, you know, why don't you look at, you know, where that edge change is able to happen? Don't look at the, don't get distracted by the, by the, by the fancy stuff or, or not Dane in particular, but don't get distracted by the stuff that that skier probably would, tell you that they wish they didn't do <laughs> that's what you're I mean. hitting it right right there that's the <laughs> yeah. part look for what why are look we all have strengths we all have weaknesses yes. i don't care what yes. level you're at i mean i can pick myself apart and being a coach for so long like that's part of what i do so i'm i can be my worst critic but at the same token what you really need to be doing is looking for what causes them to be so good you know, like you and I can look at, like you said, X pro skier and say, that is not the gate that I would ever tell anybody to have. Oh yeah. But they're running 39 and you're like, great. Like, but why are they running 39? They're running 39 because of X, Y, and Z are there, are yeah. there three staple things that they do? If you're looking at it, maybe from a, you know, from a micro view of it and then you can turn that into the macro view like okay well they do yeah. this this and this right so how does that translate to why they're successful right so again yeah. this comes back to us wanting to make sure that each person under each, each listener understands that you actually have to have an honest discussion with yourself look at look at evaluate your skiing and say actually this these things are where where i need to address how do i create a pyramid that, you know, or how do I create a pyramid for success or what has gotten me to this point that are, is successful and make sure that yeah. I make sure that I'm doing those. And then on the top of it be, you know, this new piece that really when, you know, the bottom two are, I look at it like two squares on the bottom with a square, a triangle on top, basically, or I don't know, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Two squares yeah. and a triangle on top. So you need to have these bottom two things that have gotten you to where you are. Are they up to par? Can they be refined? And then what's that cream on top that really pushes you over the edge or, or kind of that mm -hmm. way. So that's, that's kind of how I started with it. And then you know, when we started talking about this, I realized I've had different, I've actually had a couple, I've had a couple of different triangles in my, in my gig. I didn't spend any time on my old triangle because it's hard to go back to those moments and understand what was so important that got me there. But I can say that my newest triangle is, um, is very much, it's, it's very much 30,000 feet. You know, like that's, that's, yeah. I can, I can find nuances in it, but I just want to say it's 30,000 feet. So my bottom left triangle is balance. Okay. Yeah. So like, I got to understand where I, where I am and where I need to be over the ski. You know, Marcus, I think would talk about center of mass and, and how that's affecting the edge of my ski. So I relate this back to you and stance. That's just, it's very similar, but we maybe yeah. think about it a little bit differently. I'm just trying to find, yeah. I, I, I'm a, 
I'm more of a flow type of skier. I think I'm not saying you yes. aren't either, but I'm just saying, that, no, no, that's, no, that I just, I, people ask me like, how do you ski that way? And I'm like, well, that's how I, that's how my brain processes things. Like I'm on, I'm on, I'm trying to flow on top of this water. I'm trying to flow on top of this ski that's flowing on top of that water. And so I want to be one with all of this that I'm, that I'm encountering. So, you know, anyway, so the balance part is, is the, is the stance is like, I need to be able to be in the right place over my ski, be in the right place to accept the, to accept the load of the boat or I think yeah. of it different. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that here in a second. Cause it's my other block on the bottom, but you know, if I wanted to break this down, like, okay, so what are, what's in a very important piece of my skiing that I know is that when I finish the turn, I know that I want my feet between me and the boat that I want my body in a position that I can accept the load that's coming. So mm -hmm. that's a staple in my skiing, right? Like knowing, you know, you can see it, let's say Will Asher, you can see it in him very clearly uh, as he finishes the turn. He wants to make sure that his feet are in the exact spot that he can accept that load. And he wants to be shot out of there like a gun. You know, I'm not saying yeah. that that's his goal, but when I'm looking at him and I see that yeah. and he will, yes. no matter where he comes into that turn, he will make sure yeah. that he does things that make sure that he is now going to finish that turn with his, in this position. And he does, yes. and he does it so solidly that it's in it's, it's rep, rec, I don't know. I, he can repeat it all the time. I can't even say that word yes. right now. So here's my point. So I, so I realize that the short version is that, but what is that really translating to is why I back out further. And I just call that balance. Like I need to be balanced over my ski, that lefty yeah. that I was talking about with his, with his, his or hers hip back you know, they're not balanced on their ski. If they were to, you know, and so let's, let's just to go really quickly. If you were to chop the rope right there and the person had speed, could they ride the rope? Could they ride where they are? That's really simple, yeah. right? That that's, I yes. What, what, say, yes. Say that, say that, say that, say that again. Yeah. Um, it's like so, what, what, like you, what, what do you say when you're coming out of the turn? Like if, if, if the rope was suddenly disconnected, what would happen? Right. Yes. A hundred percent. Like, listen, I, I wrote an article one time about, you know, it basically is about balance. And the, the premise is, you know, when you're making a turn, if I cut the rope, what yeah. are you, you know, are you in a position to actually ski? Like, is this, are you skiing or are you reliant on the rope? Because in that zone, I want to be skiing. I don't want to be in a position that I'm reliant on the rope. So, you know, easy, easy, easy picture is, you know, I, I'm balanced over my ski. Okay. I whip, I whip out at the end of the lake. I let go of the rope. Then I make a turn, right? Like you can, yeah. there's a way to make a turn where you don't just explode. But if you do a certain move, like let's say, you know, with my, my vision of my lefty who's dropping their hip, if you just drop your hip and rotate over, you're going to, you're going to crash right there. Cause you didn't, you didn't, you weren't able to ski without the rope. So anyway, balance comes into this point. I mean, obviously we can't talk about this behind the boat because if you cut the rope, we're, we're, we're reliant on the boat to give us that energy and speed. So if you cut yeah. the rope there, you're going to explode. But at all points that you're have enough speed and you're free, you have your own speed that you've created. Then we want to be able to be riding our ski and balanced over it. And so that's why balance is my bottom left block of my triangle. It's just so important to be 
understanding of where I am over my ski. And that way, you know, when I'm behind the boat, if I have my balance, right. And I'm, you know, whatever you like you, I call it stack, you call it stance. You know, we do, if I'm, if I'm in my stack properly, then I've got the right amount of ski in the water. I've got the right amount of ski angle, you know, roll, roll and angle versus the boat and all of those things so that I can Mm -hmm. effectively go to my block two block two for me, which is really important. And, and it, it basically block two for me is energy. Okay. So that's, that's the really important thing for me. And so, you know, what, what is energy? Well, we need to harness the boat's energy to create our own speed or our own energy. That's how I think about it. Energy. And then, you know, where do we get this energy? How much of this energy do we get or take? And then how much can we build and also hold on to? That's ultimately the way I think about it. So, you know, that's like one of those things where, yeah, we can talk about, you know, power and load and all and speed. We need speed and we need all this stuff. But ultimately, when I start backing it out, like getting getting away from the micro, like I can I can talk about, well, I, you know, people like I need to have more level shoulders. I need to, you know close away from the boat or open up to the boat or, you know, I'm, I'm leaned over too much or I'm too upright. I don't have enough. Ultimately, all of those micro things are really, uh, how are we harnessing energy? Are we even harnessing very much energy? Like, you know, uh, a lot of our amateurs are harnessing very little energy and also aren't in a position or balance to harness that energy. Right. So, you know, so it always is going to go back to my block one. My block one is I got to be balanced in order to accept energy. Then I have to start to understand, you know, so again, I told you, I like to have like for my, for my balance end of things, I like to make sure that when I finish the turn, one of my keys has always been to make sure my, you know, I'm lined up in relation to the boat, right? Like I've got my, Mm -hmm. I've got my feet between me, right? So now I'm in a position or balance to accept energy. Now, when I'm out there finishing the turn, how much energy am I going to take? Am I going to get all aggro and just take as much as I can and be super, you know, you know what I mean? Like super aggro about it and, and selfish. And, you know, this can go along with, you know, some of the things that are happening in the world right now. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's this, am I going to be fully entitled at that moment that I can take that because I take it and momentarily I feel like a king, you know, I'm like, I am a boss. I just took a hundred percent power right here, right out of the turn. Well, guess what? As you start to move towards the wakes, the boat's power in relation to you is is, is, the boat's like, I'm going to give you more power. I'm going to give you more because (laughs) I have more power versus you as you get closer to to center line. So, but if I took 100 out of the turn and now all of a sudden I get more energy from the boat, now I can't harness that energy. That energy is starting to be pulled from me, taken from me. And um, so it's this balance of finding out. And then what happens after that? We get, we can't hold on to the energy. Our arms come uh-huh. away from our body. We, you know, give away the energy basically because it was too much and we couldn't handle it. Then what happened? I went back and I lost block one. Now I lost my balance. Yeah. So now, yeah, see, yes. right. That's how that's, I love that. So, so you're like, correct me if, if you're wrong, but correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry. What you're saying is the extent to which you can, harness block two is going to be dependent upon the, 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 the validity of block one, right? You're going on to the final. 
<laughs> yes. Way cool. Hundred percent, right? Like, but yeah, if you think yeah. about what what did you say as your harness? Yeah, I mean as your blocks, right? Like my blocks are no different than your block because if you if I do my block too, as in my energy and understanding what energy yeah. I'm ready to accept, how I can build that energy and then release oh. then that energy hold that energy on the upswing, right? You were talking about, you know, your I don't know how to exactly say it, but your projection out outward, your projection yeah, yeah, up on the boat, yeah. right? Well, get that's what that's what this is. It that's exactly the same thing. So, talked a, about a, a little bit different way, and so it's just really important that block one sets up block two. So you know, I need to be able to you know when perfect example is when you're when you feel like you're quote unquote riding the swing. You know, you're on the yeah. line, like you know that line when you're on it. And what you're, what, what I'm telling you is, is you were most balanced coming out of the turns. You were mm-hmm. accepting of the energy and, and being closer into perfect unison on how much you can take versus what the boat is giving you versus what your balance is accepting of. And you can max that out, you know, <laughs> behind the boat. And then you'll know when you can max it out when you're in the exact right positioning there because as you come up you can harness it you stay connected through the edge change and you feel yourself being whipped up to that apex still connected and fully like in the zone is basically what it feels like and 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 so when block one and block two are right then i get to go to the top block that top triangle which is the cream and you know my cream on the top is what i would what i have just labeled flow and and or attack and that means yeah. like if you're balanced over your ski and creating energy in a positive manner, you're free to attack the turns and repeat the cycle. Right. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like too many people are focused on the small items that may cause like a better turn, but they're not realizing that it all goes back to the energy and the balance <laughs> that they needed to set these things up. And so that's why when you have those unreal out of these world passes, and I don't care what level you're at, you know, you had it when you get to the end of that, it's like, what happened? What did I do? And you're like, I, I don't know. I just did. And you know, so that's why I'm, that's why, that's why I'm calling it flow. That's why you called it more like when it's, when you're going, when things are going so well, you can just go back to block one. It's like you get to this point where you're mindless skiing, but in essence, you're not mindless skiing. You're completely in the zone of being where you need to be at all moments and doing what you need to do to, to set yourself up. But when I'm, when I'm super on block one and block two, set me up that I come into the turn. I don't have to think about, does my handle need to be lower? Does my, you know, do I need to counter rotate more? Do I need, no, I don't personally, I don't need to do those things. Yes. No, you're right. Cause you're eliminating like compensatory moves. Like, you know, cause again, and everyone can relate regardless of, of, of your level. You've, we've all run those passes that I mean, to me, I call them like organic. They're every, every move was so organic. Every single moment was a result of the proceeding. Nothing was forced. Nothing is manufactured. Um, and, and we all have had passes like that, whether you're at 15 off or, or, you know, all, or, or almost none of the rope kind of, kind of deal. Yeah. Um, so I think, so, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say like th- this, this will make structuring, um, you know, the way you think about Psalm in this manner, this, this, this will make you a better skier guaranteed. And that doesn't mean that your blocks 
necessarily need to be like mine or necessarily need to be like Rossi's. The strength of your pyramid is going to be, you know, dependent upon the only limiting factor is going to be your understanding of the sport. So everyone has at least some understanding of how things work, but it's, 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 if you take the time to really structure this from a, you know, in a hierarchical matter from the, from the bottom moving upwards, um, it'll just make you accountable for what's really important. So like, I think just the, the, to me, the last thing, Rossi, like, what, how, how do you, how would you suggest then someone finding their, their most base level thing? Like how, how, what do you think that, that exploration should look like or how do you find it i th- i just think it's the first thing is to be honest with yourself you know is to yeah. to really look at it i mean i have so many visions of people popping in my mind that where i watch them ski and when you go to a coach that's what your coach is doing for you is they're telling you these are these these items need to be need to be addressed so i think what yeah. you really got to do is just be accountable to yourself and say when i do x y and z correct i get a better result thus why are those things so important to my result not just be locked into that little key right like i can tell you that my keys have gone from very minuscule important little moments to bigger understandings of balance energy flow Right. And like what you, what you've just like illustrated and, and, and I hope I did too, is that you, you, you don't need to over, probably people overthink it. Don't over, don't overthink it. What's, what is the base level? What is the most important thing to my skiing? Awesome. What is that? What can that potentially lead to that? I know I must do great. And then again, what's, what's the, what, what's the last detail on this thing facilitated through the first two blocks. And again, structuring it like this, regardless of where you are at at the moment, this will make you a better skier 